This is your last chance to enter the Ohio Lottery's Fun Turns 50 promotion. Score $3,500 in two tickets to the epic party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you could win part of another $400,000 in cash prizes. Enter the new 50th anniversary scratch-off or $50 worth of eligible non-winning $5 or $10 scratch-offs and my lotto rewards through the Ohio Lottery app. Hurry up. The last entry deadline is May 13th. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom? This is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma Maud Buggins. An entire city has disappeared, and the members of the Stain were determined to avenge it. We learned what drove our heroes to chase down Krieg. Maud established she's a genius with stonework as well as a weapon. Hambone fell into a hell vision in a pool before opening a booby trap door and blasted himself with dark energy, and Varner killed the Duke and found a talking shield. Will Krieg have the answers for the Stain, or will this be yet another trap? Nobody knows, cause it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus edition. So you see Thavius. You can tell from the shadow that he's kind of like put his hands up on his head and he's clearly doing one of those like comedy like (laughs) things um, where you can just see the panic of trying to figure out if there's a way out of this. Um, But it really doesn't seem like there's anywhere to go. I'm going to sling my bow and draw my rapier and say, everyone, just so you know, the shield is talking to me, but don't worry. I'll pick it up, and then if it tries to mess with us, I will break it like I did stupid. Uh, and I look back <laughs> at my bow. Oh, um, no, I, I, why would I mess with you? I, I, I want to help you. 
everyone says that until they curse you and then try to control you <laughs> like a demon. Uh, and then I pick <laughs> it up. Okay. Uh, you pick up the shield. Um, it's heavy, but what, very well weighted. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I feel you're not a shield guy, right? No, I am a bowman. Okay. This will protect my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you uh, sling it onto your back, um, and it says, "Thank you." Yes, uh, deal deal with this one, and then then, then we'll talk. But what, what do I need to know about this one? Well, for one thing, he seems to be cowering behind what I was placed on. Also, earlier, I, I believe he and and uh, the uh, rather dead woman at, at your feet were were a, a, attempting to harness my power to to corrupt. Uh, the uh, Baldur's Gate, is it? Is that where we are? Yes, that is where we are. Okay, the shield might be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else can come in. Someone talk to the spooky man. Uh, so um, I'm just going to search the corpse of the cult leader. The great. So um, I will tell you what she has on her when I look it up in my book. Um, Thavius Krieg is, uh, cowering, um, behind this small pedestal that, uh, was holding up the, um, the shield of the hidden Lord. Um, and he eventually, um, you can tell he just has kind of come to a decision and he kind of like reaches into his shirt and he pulls out like a small, um, white handkerchief and just kind of waves it in the air and says, um, uh, uh, hey, hey, uh, the stain. Hey, hey guys. Hi. Hi. Hey, remember me? It's, yeah. It's High Overseer Thavius Krieg. That's right. You that's saved you. me. You did it. You saved me. Well, all right. And he and runs I, out and he... he I, I, like, walk up to he, him. He goes to give you a hug. I put him in an arm block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ow, oh, God. Ow, ow, why? No, no, no. Hey, 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 hey. What? 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 Why? 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 Tell us what happened, you traitorous bag of meat. <laughs> look, look. Hey, hey. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. Look, look. I thought... Look, okay. Granted, I guess now it turns out she's a warlock or something. Okay, bad, bad case. Bad case of, of mistaken Duke Dentity. Uh, I really thought I could trust one of the four who runs the city. And wow, uh, Vampire was not a nice lady. I mean, but <laughs> I mean, look what you did to her, right? Like, so it, it, that's good. You did good. good. Good, good work. And he tries to shake your hand. Well, still in an arm lock. So I'll you, shake you, the free hand. <laughs> cool. But um, at the same time, I will... Uh, uh, just, no. uh, you know, just uh, another feather in the cap of the stain, huh? That dead woman was talking about Zeriel. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's her... Uh, what was, uh, sorry, I'm not familiar with warlocks. You know, um, uh, Eltrail's a, it's a holy city, so, you know, we don't, we don't deal with that kind of shit. Um, but... Uh, yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, warlocks have that thing that the, that person they draw power from. You mean like a pact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think she had one of those with with this Zeriel fella. I've seen Zeriel. Oh, whoa! Oh, wait, are you are you a warlock too? I, I don't think so. Uh, can you roll me a uh, perception check? Ooh. Or insight rather, insight or perception? I'll use the same roll. Is that okay? Yeah, same roll. Fine. Uh, for insight, so that's a. 22. This man could not be lying more if he tried. <laughs> uh, you didn't know what a pact was, so I don't think you are the authority on warlocks there, pal. Oh, no, no. I don't know anything about... Uh, sorry, uh, pa pacts, was it? <laughs> don't oh. let the asshole steer the conversation. Mud, add some punching. <laughs> and, and I draw my big, beefy right arm back and just give him one right in the gut. Can you roll me uh, an intimidation check, please? Totally. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, so yeah, you sock him squarely in the in the gut. Uh, he lets out just a just a, a a a very sad. My arm is pinned and I got punched in the stomach. Fart. Uh, it's really embarrassing <laughs> for all involved. Um, and you can see his cheeks kind of reddened, but he's really in no no state to not not handle this. Um, so he says, look, 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 really? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. So you know what? I, I've heard, I've heard of them. I've heard of them because, you know, we're a holy city. And when I was summoning uh, the companion to help the city and defeat the vampire lords, I may add. Um, sure. Okay. You know, sure. I learned a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, uh, pacts and that sort of thing. But like, I, I would never know. I draw my arm back again <laughs> and I just say, pertinent information only, asshole. Uh, okay, cool. I think she worked for a demon, and I think she's been corrupting the city uh, using that shield. Baldur's Gate? She's been corrupting? Yeah, I mean, this place is crazy stabby. So what happened to El Torel? I, 
I don't know. All I know is is is, is what I told you before. I mean, the the Duke he showed up to kill me, and you know, Vampire had warned me. She had warned me that Alder might try and pull something like this. And I thought, he's a nice guy. He's an honorable man. He can come hang out in my city. That'll be fine. And then you know what? That motherfucker tried to kill me. So I'm really glad that you guys barricaded him in there. And, you know, I want to get my city back, but I don't care where he went, because as far as I'm concerned, he can go to hell. We want to find out how to get the city back. We want to find out how the city was made to disappear. Well, I mean, that's what I was trying to do before, before you know, Vampire turned on me. So I'll come out of the, the back room from having taken whatever I've taken. We'll start it after. And I'm like, friends, I know I'm not good at this, but I'm going to try. Uh, they know, they've seen me do interrogations before. Mm-hmm. And I have a weird thing where when I'm trying to be nice to people, they think I'm going to kill them. Uh, and when I threaten people, they think whatever I'm going to do next is going to be worse than killing them. Like whenever you stare into Werner's eyes, it's just <laughs> a depthless hell. Um, but I just lean down and I say, you summoned the companion. And yet it was lost from your control and ate your city. I do not believe that you are telling the truth. Tell us now, or I will beat you to death with this shield. The shield goes, um, yeah, you know, actually, maybe with this guy. Yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. Do we all hear that? You can't hear it, but it gave me permission. Um, <laughs> can you roll me an intimidation check with advantage for the shield? <laughs> Same number both times. That one's coming in at a six. <laughs> Look, you're not the you're not the the muscle of this operation. Look, when I hired you guys, I did my research mods. The 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 punchy one. You you're 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 the bow guy. You're not gonna beat me to death with a shield. This guy is incredibly stupid. He thinks I will save him. Mod, he's yours. Uh, and I just like go and sit down and watch. And the shield's like this. This should be good. It might be. Mod, then again, what? it's all pointless. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm a talking shield. You and I may get along better than I do with this stupid bow. <laughs> and I looked down at a bow carved with coverings of heroes and gods, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maude, what do you do? And I, um, I, I just kind of glower at him and just say, I'm trying to be a better person. This isn't helping. And I just clock him straight in the nose. <laughs> All right. Um, so um, his nose crunches under your, your massive yeah. fist. Um, and uh, he starts weeping and blubbering and just being, oh, 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 God, my beautiful nose. It wasn't a beautiful nose. He's really <laughs> bad at lying. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, you struggle a little bit as he drops to his knees um, and then, like, winces in pain because his arm is in a lock. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's just, he's, he's blubbering. He's like, I'm just, I'm just trying to save the city. That's all I wanted to do is just save my city. I did it before with the va- they were vampires. And then, you know, sure, I need a little bit of help, but she didn't say that this would happen to me. And I'm so sorry. How long do we have to listen to this? I'm sorry, who did you say gave you a little bit of help? Oh, fucking, you know. And he kind of like nods at Hambone. I didn't give him any help with this. No. Oh, the... Zariel. See, you are a warlock. No, 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 man. You just made a pact with a demon. Pact is a strong term. I, you know, made it... I asked for some help, and someone said they'd help. And, you know, I asked you guys for help, and you said you'd help, and then you you beat me up, and she punched me. Oh, God, my arm. (laughs) I I only have two of those. See, the nice thing about this is it proves two of my theories. You are a worm, and we will debase ourselves to break you. Uh, so, what did you have to give this demon in return? Um, Don't make me hit you again. I'll do it. Okay, look. Uh, oh, okay, this is this is gonna this is gonna make me sound bad. Okay, and I, I need I need you to promise me that you won't be mad. You already sound terrible. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, let's just say hypothetically. Uh, so like a vampire, right? Like, like a spooky vampire. Uh, you know, you know vampires, right? You guys have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So spooky vampire. I just make that gesture like speed up, <laughs> like it's just the spinning yeah, right, hand. So spooky vampire lords came and and they, they took over um, El- 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 and I, I was praying to Torm uh, to help because you know I'm. 
I was a priest of Torm, um, and I thought maybe he could he could help us out, but he he didn't. He he never came because they don't they don't you know the gods they don't they don't answer us. Listen, I completely agree, and I also think less of you knowing you were a priest. Uh, okay, well, shit. Um, Again, sorry, speedy yeah, hand. Okay, Let's go. great. So, um, I asked for some help, and uh, and she 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 gave it to me. She uh, Zariel, uh, she she brought the traveler or the fuck. I knew I was going to make that <laughs> slip up. The companion. It's like the traveler from Destiny, but it's I mean, it, ca- it came from someone else. It was a traveling companion. Uh, it was a traveling companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. It's been played by a number of very talented actors over the years, and they never get the credit they should. Um, so, yeah, this companion showed up, uh, and um, it, it, it shone with holy light, and, and it was beautiful. It was everything I thought Torm, Torm would bring me, but, but didn't. And, and, it, and it drove the vampires from Eltrell, and, and it, we became a holy city, and, and it was beautiful. But... Um, well, um, uh, Zariel, uh, you know, she, she, she'd come to Eltrell before, uh, and a long time ago, she said, and, and she said that she knew that the people of, of Eltrell were, were, were strong and, and were brave. And I agree. So, um, she said she might need, um, <clears throat> some, some of them, uh, for her blood war. Uh, and she said, maybe, maybe I, you know, she could help me out if, if I, uh, just, you know, gave them all to her. So I did. So you traded the entire city to not die. I, I I traded the entire city for the entire city to not die. And honestly, anyone could have left at any time, like I did, by hiring very good adventurers, and uh, this fate wouldn't have befallen them. So here's an awkward question for you to try to answer. Why shouldn't we kill you? Well, if you kill me, then how will you possibly break the compact? And he pulls out a, um, a puzzle box, um, like an infernal puzzle box. He says, I have the contract, and if you kill me, then there's no way of undoing it. Can you roll me an inside check? I'd like to roll on. I was going to say, well. is this about? Because yep. I'm right. I, I don't know if my him. favored enemies, being fiends or whatever, would factor into this. Sure, or I'll not. give it to you. Right, right. it's a one shot. Good for it to be generous. I'll try this too. <clears throat> I got a nineteen. Twenty-two. Seven. Um, <laughs> Mod thinks it sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like Mod, uh, Mod, I think you've probably signed some contracts in your day, yeah. Oh yeah. Did you really understand any of them, or just like this sounds right? Uh, yeah, no, I was. She actually thinking... owns a series of blacksmith shops. I, she I just doesn't say, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is this, this actually kind of tracks for you. This seems like a problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, Hambone, um, you've. You've martial arted enough people, I think, to know mm-hmm. when when someone is just like saying whatever they need to to get out of something, and when someone is is telling the truth. Um, and Werner, um, you hear the shield of the hidden lord say, "He's lying. This isn't this. That's not a thing." Um, I raise my bow and just shoot the puzzle box. Um, the arrow uh, strikes the puzzle box, um, and there's kind of like uh, almost a ripple across its surface, uh, and then the arrow just turns to ash. And he goes, oh, 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 oh hey, 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 no shooting, no shooting, no shooting. Look, look, like, it, it, it's fine. Like, uh, you know, I, I can save Eltrell. And then you hear the shield say, I can save Eltrell. This guy is useless. The shield says the guy is useless. What does the shield say about the contract box? Shield? Yes. What's that box? Uh, it looks, I mean, it seems infernal. I can feel its, its dark energies, but I, I, I don't know what's inside it. But honestly, I, look, I have tremendous power. They've been using me to corrupt Baldur's Gate. I can help you get Eltrell back. If you take me into the nine hells with you, because you know what? I heard them talking, and that's fucking where the city went. It went to hell. Okay, the shield is saying that the city went to hell and the shield can go to hell with us and we can save the city. They were using the shield to corrupt the city. I should also point out that uh, when I saw Zariel, uh, when I was in the scrying pool, she also wanted us to join her blood war. She seems to be keen to get, like, everyone to join her blood war. Yeah, that would make sense why she stole the city. I'm looking um, at you, Mod, by the way. Right up your alley from the sounds of it. A blood war. Remember, if we want the city <laughs> back, we have to take it from Zeriel because she's the one who stole the city. Interesting. Zeriel is the bad person in this story. Look, I, I, I know they can't hear me, but I agree. You're making some very salient points, and you are correct. 100% correct. Uh, the shield says I'm right. 
Remember, the shield could be evil. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And Mona's kind of now looking at you like, the thing you can't hear also agrees with me. <laughs> just like, hmm. Well, I mean, I did see you get pummeled full of evil black rocks after seeing a demon while you ate barf. <laughs> yeah, that was my call, and it paid off just fine. <laughs> okay, so, shield, how do we get to hell? I, 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 I look... I am a shield of tremendous power, but I I don't have any magical abilities. I can't plane shift you. You'd have to find someone who who specializes in that sort of magic. Krieg, how are you going to get to hell and bring the city back? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I I I I don't know. I'd hoped I'd hoped that uh, Duke uh, Vomther uh, would help me, uh, but uh, now she's dead, so that's a thing. Uh, I don't know. Where did you get that box from? Uh, uh, Zariel brought it when, when, when she brought her deal, she appeared in a, in a column of fire as I prayed to Torm and, and she, she offered me the, the, the means to save the city. Uh, if only I'd signed this box and, and I did. And, and so, yes, uh, my, my copy of the contract is in the box. How many hands do you need to open it? What? You heard me. <laughs> um, I, I can't, I don't, I don't know how to open it. Oh, this guy's useless. <laughs> you see, I, I, to, I told them. I know they can't hear me, but really, he is useless. Okay, I'm going, uh, I, I go over and I take the box. I'm, I need to see this. Uh, what, what can I read on it? Because I read Infernal, Abyssal, <clears throat> Celestial, uh, Primordial. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a puzzle box. You, you can see, like, even though you can understand the characters on it, this is way beyond your, your understanding. That said, um, can you roll me... Uh, a knowledge check with your weird bonus. What's your weird bonus on for abyssal stuff? I have uh, a technically it's advantage on survival or intelligence checks to recall info about them or survival checks to track yeah, them. This, or is, this is recalling info. So like a history history would be great. Sure. Seventeen. Uh, you recall that. Um, so just south of Baldur's Gate uh, is sort of the, um, it's known as the Candle Keep, and it's um, a massive, massive uh, library. It's kind of like, not quite the world's library, but like pretty fucking close. Um, in Game of Thrones terms, this would be Old Town. Like it's just purely like a giant citadel dedicated to knowledge. Um, you remember a long, long, long time ago um, that you met a, uh, a tiefling warlock named Silvira uh, Savikis, who specialized in um, demonic study and infernal study, uh, demonology, all that sort of stuff. You guys actually um, traded some tricks. A lot of her work is, um, uh, Silvira's work is more academic than yours, but um, you were able to actually fill in some gaps for her based on like the interior anatomy of demons you'd killed. <laughs> Um, and she was able to provide some explanation as to what, why certain things worked and certain things didn't. So, um, you remember her and you feel like she might have the, the means to open this box. I know the person we can take this box to. Here is the moral question. This man saved people by selling their souls to a demon and only freed himself from the compact. Does he deserve to die? Or should we allow him out to spread his cowardice and perhaps damn more people? It kind of sounds like you already know what side of that question you're on. Yes. <laughs> what if we just tie him up here? And leave him to starve to death? No, no, I can leave some rations. And leave him to die after the rations run out? I don't know. How long are we going to be in hell? <laughs> <laughs> Is this oh. going to be like a weekend thing? Like, or? Uh, honestly, yeah, you, you could just do that. Or, 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 or you could let me go and I will tell everyone how great you are and get you more business when you get back from hell. How about that? I'm disdained. Okay, so we kill him or we tie him in the room with rations. <laughs> Shield, do you have a vote? <laughs> I mean, he, he's been helping the Duke use my power to corrupt this entire city. He's been responsible for for the, the random murders and death and destruction that have been brought upon Baldur's Gate. Oh, oh, this man also did all the, the murders that are corrupting the city here. He is a known felonious criminal. Look, yeah, I, 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 we'll I, probably have to kill him, I guess. I, I haven't murdered anybody. I run him through with my rapier. <laughs> 
Oh, I um, got him in an arm lock here. Look out. I, I've got good aim. <laughs> His eyes go wide, and he's like, I didn't know you had a rapier. <laughs> Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to. Oh, uh, mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, mom. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with LinkedIn Sales Navigator, the first deep sales platform. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash solutions. That's linkedin.com slash solutions. Hi, everyone. This is Laura here. I'm not totally sure what to say because Ryan is making me do this because I'm sitting here and we're about to record. But if you want to help to join in and possibly mess me up, uh, you can throw some fun into the mix at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice and join our community. Have a say in what happens in the show and a bunch of other stuff. So come check it out and make my life better or worse. Who knows? And then he sobs as the lifeblood drains out of him. Oh, we're definitely going to see him in hell. <laughs> I mean, it feels like we're going to hell kind of one way or another now. <laughs> there is no hell. There is no heaven. Life is a mistake. <laughs> and I turn and just start walking back up the stairs. Uh, and with that, uh, the three of you make your way back out and go in search of Candle Keep. All right, so... Um, as you're making your way, um, Werner, I'm going to say you, you check your pockets, uh, and take out, uh, the things you found on, uh, Duke Vanthor, just so that we close that out. Uh, let me just see. What did you get from murdering the boss? <laughs> um, but da, 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 da. so she actually wasn't carrying much. Um, you can see that, um, she's got uh, a pendant with, um, sort of a, a sigil that seems to, when shown to Hambone, um, look enough like a sigil that, um, uh, Zariel might wear. Um, she also has a, which is kind of like a, like an angelic flame. Um, she has a couple of keys um, on her person. Um, you use them um, uh, kind of on your way out, out through the mansion that you've kind of murdered and mayhemed your way through um, to open a vault of some sort. Give me one second and I'll look up what she's got. Um, is there anything else you guys want to look for in this this building as you're as you're leaving? You have you probably have time for like a cursory glance. Well, I want to. I think I want to take Krieg's. Uh contract box and maybe just have a yep. look if he's got anything else on him. Yeah, we'll definitely take that with us because we got to pack that up, yo. Cool. So um, the main things you've got, uh, you've got the in infernal puzzle box, you've got the shield of the hidden lord, um, and you find um, Ryan, you were doing the searching, right? Yeah. Can you please roll me um, 2d8? Eleven. Uh, sorry, yeah, the, I need each number. Four, seven. Four and seven. Okay, so uh, you find a container with 400 gold, or sorry, with a, uh, 100 gold. Like a Tupperware container? <laughs> medieval Tupperware. Yeah, it's okay. made of metal, yeah, but medieval yes. Tupperware, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you also find um, a chest with two pieces of a broken ceremonial dagger. Um, this looks like uh, it's got a curved ivory blade bearing draconic rules that spell out fang along with a bone hilt wrapped in leather straps instead of gemstones. Uh, you feel as though uh, in its current state, it's probably not worth much, but if someone were to fix it, it might be worth considerably more. Great. Um, the final thing you find, um, and they're 
Yeah. Uh, you also find um, 20 Azuret gemstones, which are worth about 10 gold each. However, uh, something about them strikes you as otherworldly. Um, they obviously could be sold, but um, you kind of using your sort of infernal demon sense, um, you get the sense that these are from Avernus. These aren't, these aren't of this realm. Uh, and it seems odd that they'd be in her possession because that's not really how pacts work. Interesting. Perhaps these are hellish currency of some kind. We should hang on to these. I doubt they need gold in hell. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, uh, Hambone, you've got the puzzle box. Mm-hmm. Maud, was there anything you wanted to check for on your way out? I'm just contemplating hell. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> She'd like to check her age. <laughs> I figured I was going to end up there anyways. Oh, <laughs> Well, now quite literally, yes. Uh, so I'm going to go to heaven so I can spit at the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, you make your way uh, along the coast way um, down towards Candlekeep, and you notice that the, the weather is getting sort of increasingly bad. Um, the road's running thick with mud. Rains are beginning. Uh, there's dark clouds rolling in off the coast. And uh, you, you pass a few sort of merchant caravans on the way. Everyone seems generally uh, pretty unpleasant. Is this like mountain terrain? Uh, no. Okay. I'm just good at mountain terrain, so that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> you see, this I'm is also be, good at the underdark. This is going to be just like Laura. I'm going to be like, oh, fucking no, it's not right. Oh, shit. Candle keeps up a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of stonework. <laughs> One of us is going to be and good at something. Someone has to rhythmically slap to unlock this door. Ah, shit. Melon. <laughs> <laughs> So you, um, you're making your way kind of uh, through the weather. On your way out of Baldur's Gate, uh, you uh, informed the um, sort of interim commander of the, the Flaming Fists that uh, the dead three were now double dead, um, but that uh, in theory you've removed the, the cause of the blight and that uh, hopefully um, order will be restored. That said, um, Baldur's Gate is definitely in, in dire peril uh, without Ravenguard kind of keeping control of of the flaming fist the flaming fist is a large mercenary company with kind of operations throughout the world uh similar to the gray water syndicate uh, which operates in other parts of the world um but the flaming fist unfortunately is a little more loose with who they hire and as a result have kind of become an armed gang of thugs without proper leadership also now with famther dead two of the four remaining dukes are in full control of baldur's gate so you look like you have something to say this is less than ideal, but at the same time, whenever living beings combine power, violence, and money, they always corrupt themselves. And the shield is like, I mean, fucking spooky, but amen, brother. <laughs> um, so the uh, three and a half of you make your way uh, down the coast, and then finally uh, you behold Candlekeep. Um, Candlekeep is a giant, um, sort of beautiful castle built, um, sort of up a, a, a cliffside, not a mountainside, uh, overlooking the water. Um, you can see that it's, uh, gray walls and sort of pale spires show it, it almost like a time-worn stone, like just an ancient, ancient fortress, um, overlooking the sea. And, uh, the trail that you've been following kind of leads directly up to it. So you make your way up uh, and are greeted by three monks in purple robes. Uh, there's a human, a shield dwarf, and a sun elf. Uh, and around their necks hang the holy symbols of Denier, the god of writing, whose symbol is a lit candle above an open eye. Um, the elf uh, approaches and says, oh, uh, yes, uh, welcome to uh, to Candlekeep. Um, as you know, or perhaps should know, um, a, a gift is customary to, to enter Candlekeep. Um, traditionally, uh, we, we take a, uh, you must donate either a book or scroll that isn't already in our archives. Um, so please, uh, present your, your gift for inspection. Now, as this is a Dum Dums and Dice game, I'm giving you each five points of inspiration because we may be running a module, but that doesn't mean our homebrew don't ride. You mean stress? I do mean stress. Okay. Five points of inspiration. <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah. Five, uh, five points of stress. Uh, for those of you who don't listen to our sister podcast, Dum Dums and Dragons, um, set in our same world of dumb Faerun, uh, stress is a mechanic I lifted and augmented from Blades in the Dark and essentially allows our characters to magically have things they might need that they wouldn't otherwise have as long as they can give a cool explanation why. 
So, which one of you wants to spend some stress to get a magic book? This one's a freebie. I may have something here. Um, I took the hermit background. Okay. And as a hermit, I believe I have a scroll case full of sort of like my writings um, and essays sort of during my time uh, in solitude. Fuck yeah. So oh, they yeah, would definitely be originals. Stress, yeah. um, they wouldn't have them because it would basically just be from my brain to the yeah. paper kind of thing. And just my my thoughts and contemplation during my sort of meditative retreat as a monk. That's awesome. Uh, which one do you want to give them? Um, I will give them a sort of uh, uh, an essay that I, I wrote um, on the, uh, the limitations of the material. Um, how uh, things like owning property and, 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 and having money actually holds us back from inner peace and true sort of tranquility. Uh, that's awesome. I want to learn a lot more about how handbone rights. We'll get to that later. Um, wicked. Just so like, it's like stuff doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's the, <laughs> the name title of his thesis. And then paper. you open it. It's like, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the, the elf, um, uh, handles it with, with just that, that sort of practiced care of, a, of a professional librarian, um, in like an archive. And, um, even though for you, I think, the words matter a lot, but I, I doubt that, you know, you've ever, the physical piece does not matter to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also it's just odd. It's like, these are the, like, these are scribblings for my journal and they're yeah. treating them uh, as though they're, they're uh, worth their weight in gold. Um, and the, uh, yeah, the, the priest says, uh, yes, this is, this is beautiful um, and, and surprising. Thank you. Um, this this is more than enough to to cover your entrance. Uh, uh, please please come in, um, and the three of you uh, are led up kind of a, a winding pathway um, to kind of just massive tall wooden doors um, that that just gently sweep open. After the the, the panic and havoc and kind of uh, gross vomit pools of the past few hours, it's uh well I guess at this point it's, it's probably a couple days later because it's. A, pretty far away but after all the drama of of recent times it's there's something incredibly calming and and pleasant about this this place uh even for those of you who feel uncomfortable in these sorts of spaces uh it's a little bit like being in in a church that someone else really likes you're like yeah this isn't really for me but it's nice <laughs> um I, which i assume is probably true for Werner and maud mm-hmm. and handbone right. i don't think you'd want to spend much time here but it's nice it's not a want one way or another. I think Hambone would wear out his welcome if he was here too long, just because he would not respect people's things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's entirely fair. Um, just as as weird like side hustles for the other uh, shows, uh, Laura. I feel like this is like on Alan's like bucket list of places <laughs> she could ever possibly oh, yeah. go. Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> um, so she'd try to steal a lot of books. <laughs> Well, it's not thing. in the beginning, but now she would. <laughs> it's good thing she's not here now because that's how you get dead. Um, wicked. So uh, on that note, uh, Werner and Maud, neither of you are, are accustomed to spaces like this. How do you think you're behaving yourselves as you're led sort of through the, the, this hallowed library of libraries? I consider it a monument to hubris. No one can read all of these books. No one knows it all. I understand the purpose of defeating demons, but this farcical. <laughs> I just <laughs> laugh occasionally as I see stacks of books. What about books on defeating demons? As I said, things must happen. Still funny. <laughs> <laughs> is that his laugh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray strandum wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. 
Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and gift mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Powerful yet smooth. Contained but never tame. Proudly going their own way, but never going alone. This is the spirit inside Buffalo Trace bourbon. Made at Buffalo Trace Distillery, the world's most award-winning distillery. Buffalo Trace is always perfectly untamed. Distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery, Franklin County, Kentucky. 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. Learn more at buffalotracedistillery.com. Please drink responsibly. Um, excellent. So you're led kind of um, deeper into the library um, as you go up the stairs uh, deeper into the building. Outside, um, you can see that sort of beyond this this uh, large central tower you're in, um, there seem to be uh, other buildings. It, it really is a, a proper fortress. You can see sort of smoke rolling out of the top of a tavern. Um, you can see uh, there's a forge in the distance. Like it really is a fully self, uh, self-regulating um, town. Anyway, eventually you are uh, brought into um, sort of a, like you are passing just tons and tons of monks and wizards, books, scrolls, um, until eventually um, you find yourself in a, you're sort of led to a chamber uh, where there's an engraving of a large nine-pointed star, a bunch of tables crowded with specimen jars. Um, the uh, the monks kind of knock and knock on the door and show you in and then kind of close the door behind you. Um, and you see a middle-aged tiefling who's wearing sort of wizardly robes standing by one of the windows, just staring off into the distance. Um, and on a table nearby, there's this tiny, um, spindly little demon with warty green skin, buggy eyes, thin black horns, and a whip-like tail. And without turning around, uh, the tiefling says, Werner, you've come back. It's so good to see you. And she turns and smiles broadly. And despite having an incredibly demonic, like, fully red skin, black eyes, curved horns... Um, her smile is, is a truly warm and, and genuine one. It's good to see you as well, old friend. I don't like the little turd, though. Um, and uh, the, the little creature kind of like grunts at you um, and mutters, Yeah, I don't like you either, and you, you smelly piece of shit. <laughs> She's gr- like, Jezebel, please. Okay, it's fine. That's, that's, that's what he is, though. He's a smelly piece of shit. Despite the fact that it is made of smoke and lies, it is growing on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I missed you too. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, One day one of us will eat the other's soul. (laughs) In in honesty, either way, I think that's a pretty good outcome. (laughs) All right, so back to business. Uh, These are my friends, Hembone, and this is Maud Buggins. Uh, They are here with me because... We need to solve two things. A, what is this shield? <laughs> and B, how do we open a box? Um, so she sees the shield and uh, immediately her countenance changes. Her eyes go wide. Um, and she kind of immediately gestures like you put down a bomb to like step back from it. She says, we can deal with the puzzle box in a minute. This, how, how did you find this? Well, we were killing a duke and several cultists while a coward hid in a room and the shield said it could help us. So I took it, knowing I could either befriend it if it were good or break its heart like I did. Stupid! (laughs) I just point at my bow again. The shield's Uh, previous owners uh, had pledged themselves to Zeriel, if that's any help. Zeriel? Yeah, Zeriel. Fucking knew it. And Jezebel's like, yeah, you did know it. You did good. Um, Maud, you've been looking at this shield on the road. Is there anything you can tell us about its crafting? Is, is there anything I can tell about its crafting? Awesome. That's a good shield. It's a good looking shield. Looks looks well-weighted. Looks like master craftsmanship. You would, If you use shields, you would be fucking proud to use this shield. I would have been proud to have made this shield. There we go. Yeah, well, that's still not great. Uh, there's a, and I mean, particularly for you, uh, Werner, you should know this. There is a 
There is a devil imprisoned within that shield. Damn it, I knew it. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I, some say devil, some say celestial being who's just trying to help out. Like, maybe don't trust this. This look, look, She looks like a devil. She is literally a devil. This is not a... T- Listen, I may believe humans are garbage, but I'm not racist. <laughs> so um, she uh, she explains that um, she's sort of uh, running her fingers over the, the symbols on it. says, uh, the shield is a, it's a symbol of good's triumph over evil, and it's easy to, to overlook the terrible force within it. I, I understand, Maud, why you'd think this is, this is a wonderful uh, tool or gift, um, but this is, in fact, a devil named Gargoth. Uh, he calls himself the Hidden Lord, who's a pit fiend sent by Asmodeus out of the depths of hell to corrupt mortals on the material plane. It's a match such a following as to, to almost rival the gods. He became almost a demigod, having worshippers increasing its power exponentially. But now, now he's just trapped, trapped in the shield. The, the Hewn family of Baldur's Gate has kept it safe for years. But where, where did you find it? You didn't, you didn't kill the Hewn family. No, we didn't no, do that. I don't think we killed any Humes. We fought the v- v- Van Thampier. Oh, the, 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 yes, the Vampthers. They, they are an entirely different... Oh, good, because we killed them. They're dead now. Okay, well, honestly, that will, that will bode well for, uh, for Baldur's Gate. I, I've, been, I've been certain they've been up to no good for years, but I haven't been able to prove anything. It's one of the problems of being kind of stuck here. We get lots of book theories, but not a lot of stopping murderous families, royal families theories. Um, so listen, I, I would, I, I don't know what this, this shield has promised you, what, what Gargoth has promised you, but you need to get it back to, to the Hughes family. They'll, they'll lock it in an extra dimensional plane where it can do no harm. And you hear the shield in your head go, okay, clearly this is a big one. understanding. Look, if I can help you, I will help you. And you know what? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. I am a devil, but devils belong in hell, right? So take me back to the nine hells, set me loose, and let me help you. I don't want anything to do with your stupid chained city. I want to rule in hell, baby. The shield is asking for power. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Werner, you, 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 can't, you can't take the shield with you. I understand that it might be able to provide some benefit, but, but it's a monster. I will say in a Telltale Games-esque way... <laughs> You have an important decision to make. Do you want to take the shield with you, or do you want to leave it with her and she will see that it makes its way to the Hewn family? I and when I say that, I don't mean like a, or maybe she'll keep it for herself. Literally, you can lock it in an extra dimensional plane or take it with you into the Nine House. I feel like Silvera is the more trustworthy of the two. You two, um, Vern and Silvera, have like a history, right? This yes. is someone that you know. Oh, she is very trustworthy. She may look like a demon, but we all have flaws we must overcome. She has overcome it and turned against those monsters because she knows as I do. This is not a belief that they both share, but he always assumes people agree with him unless they argue with him. <laughs> that all of life is a mistake and it should destroy itself. And demonic influence merely perverts our ability to show the gods their own hubris. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and we just found that shield in a basement. So maybe banish it to an external plane? I would also agree. Please, no, no. Listen please, to just me. Let, let me Gargoth, go home. Let me tell you a story. A story you must know. This bow named Stupid. Uh, and I take it out and I put it on the counter. This bow was known as the Bow of Heroes. I collected this bow 500 years ago. It took 200 years until I could hear the bow's voice. And it said to me that we could be a champion of the gods, that it could give me power, that the two of us could save this world from itself and move towards a shining tomorrow. And I told this bow that there is no hope for man and the gods are a lie. And after another 200 years, it gave up. <laughs> and now we don't talk because it's stupid. But it uses its power because one of the two of us is right. Either its works are the works of heroes. Stupid. Or there is no purpose. This bow has not spoken in a hundred years. I owe it nothing. And I owe you less. 
Uh, and with that, Christ. you grab the shield and just toss it like Captain America style out the window. Um, <laughs> and Silvira uh, mutters uh, an enchantment. And even though, again, you guys haven't well, maybe went adventuring together, she, she kind of knows what's up. Um, you see it kind of get swallowed up um, in a void as it's, it's uh, transferred to the Hewn family. Um, and uh, as it flies through the pool, you hear it say, oh, yeah, well. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, at Hewn Manor, um, uh, Elias Hewn is um, sitting there in his memoirs, uh, just saying, and and it was then that we realized we'd been betrayed. The Vanthyrs took the shield, hid it from us where we could never... Holy shit! Oh, uh, and he just quickly like tears that page up, throws it in the fire, and he's like, Honey! (laughs) Honey, it's back! Um, We're going to be heroes forever. <laughs> um, and uh, she walks in and she's like, that's my Elias. Yeah. Uh, and then together they throw it into an extra dimensional hell where it will never be found again. Comes in, clicks her teeth. I'll get the tongs. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the live studio audience handling tongs. Like, and she says, and hurry up. My boss is coming over for dinner again. And he's like, oh, I forgot to cook. Um, Raymond. Anyway. What a um, lovely ending for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just usually we get like, I don't know, a shit storm from like yeah. magical demonic objects. And no matter what else happens to our adventuring party, the stain, today... They banished a devil <laughs> by trusting a friend. Our Vern is One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A A. H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.